0: What's going on, people? So look, man, just gonna be super quick, super random. I'm gonna add this as a segment of the Live with Mitril podcast brand, where y'all go get some random. Do I call it random bars? I'm not a rapper, but anybody who knows me know I've secretly desired to be a rapper. I've actually tried. Don't ask. I will never, ever, ever, ever release those tracks. Um, Unfortunately, they are on YouTube. And because I don't remember the password of that profile, they are still there, Um, which is why I fear uh, sometimes of the agenda. If I say too much that they'll dig those things up. And let me tell you those lyrics. First of all, the music was so bad that I don't know where I'd be more embarrassed. Like, would I be embarrassed at how bad the music sounds sonically just in general? Or would I be more embarrassed on how terrible the content is? Um, and I would like to say that I would be more embarrassed on how bad the content is because it is pretty vile, stupid, reckless, ignorant. Yes, I know. I know. I know. But I digress. Pray for me and thank God that God has delivered me from stupidity and not the stupidity of one to rap. Because some people are, you know, blessed and can rap and all that. And hey, do you think? But I was not called to rap. I'm not given the skill as well as. Thank God that I realized, I matured, I found Christ, I grew up, that that's not the way you talk. That's like those, the things that I put out in that t- in that time, um, and this was all before Christ, but the stuff that I put out in that time shouldn't be said ever. Like just, let's just throw the whole, let's throw the whole, my whole rap career in some rice. Nope, nope, because rice means you try to dry it out. Nope, throw my whole rap career in trash, just get it out of here. But I'm not here to talk about my failed rap career. I'm also not here to cop another plea to the court of public opinion uh, about my former rap career and the content in the lyrics. Um, But I just did want to put out there that I do not support anything that I have said in the past or tweeted in the past or posted in the past. But once again, no pleas are being copped because I am no longer copping pleas in 2019. I did it for one episode and now I am back to my ground of the not pleading of copying. No, wait, I don't no, no, I am committed to the order of the not copying of any form or type or shape of the plea. Yes, I have. I have committed to it and I am not going to change my mind. I'm not it's not going to happen. So, we got a cool little got a cool little random random bars segment for y'all today. Like I said, man, I'm just going it's just my thoughts, you know. Um I spend a little bit of time in my car now um talking to myself. Um I don't really like the radio. I let me let me be honest. I despise the radio. Um and not just the actual radio like I'll see a radio and I'll just start a fight with it like Arr! You know, no, no, it's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that I have a huge, huge frustration uh, uh, attached to the content that comes from the radio. Um, as I have grown up, I have watched how the radio, the standard of what can be you know, transmitted on the airwaves, e- even the time of what's being transmitted has digre- digressed in a very gross way gross manner Uh, there were things that could only be talked about from the times of like 12 to 2 you know and then it became 10 to 2 and now it's all day long so you could be driving your kids to school and you can hear the most foul and grotesque conversation and it's okay in this time so um, I don't spend a lot of time listening to the radio I very rarely rarely turn on my radio um outside of being a cd player and a clock it really has no more usage for me um but at the same time i just wanted to explain why i do not listen to the radio and where these random thoughts come from so if you ever see me and you're driving past me um i'm talking to myself but i'm not necessarily talking to myself i'm like rehearsing a podcast that i haven't planned to record and i started thinking about no i need to be more intentional because this is good stuff And y'all be missing great stuff. So, without further ado, this is the very first segment, very first time, but this is when y'all gonna get to hear some random bars from the boy Medreo. So when I'm not listening to some of my other favorite podcasts and I'm in the car, my car is a little bit older, so my car has not caught up with the 21st century, so I do have not have an aux cord. Now, I used to have this little thingamabob that I could plug up to my phone and it would, you know, attach to an AM station and i get to listen to my phone, but because I have children that I don't know their disdain with technology, but not many devices survive in their grasp and somehow way shape or form it became a projectile and uh, was destroyed so thank god that the Autobots did not find out because this was definitely something that was destroyed by human hands with no compassion towards the life of Machinery, but I digress. Had a real cool nerd moment for you guys to let you know that I am very weird when it comes to comic books and how I look at anything, but I digress. Like I said, this is I'm literally letting y'all into uh, the conversations that are had in my car by myself. So I feel less weird, but like I said, I'm not talking to myself per se, I'm just rehearsing a podcast I never planned to record. Now, um, when I'm not listening to my favorite podcast, um, I'm literally, if there's audio, listening to my, I have a group of friends, we call themselves The Real Ones, um, and it's really just my accountability group. We just added the name because it started out as more of something, something different. You know what I'm saying? We were doing something with music because a lot of them are musicians and artists, um, and then we realized that even though those that was one of our common interests on the surface, Edifying one another, encouraging one another, supporting and helping us talk through things that we deal with on an everyday basis as uh, men, as believers, as husbands, um, fathers, uh, businessmen, uh, personalities or public figures per se. Um, we decided it was more important that we hold each other accountable as well as become a resource for each other as spiritual support, uh, as well as just support about finances, you know, wherever our strengths were, where we were studying. Uh, we began to focus in that right. So these this is these are the conversations I have with guys, you know, with those guys on a regular basis. Now, with that being said, uh, I also use it as a covering where things that affect me, because like I talked about in the former show about there's so much clickbait There people are being triggered so much that. You can respond online, which I believe the agenda and just media wants you to do so they can get more shock value, push up more interaction, no matter if it gauges people negatively or positively uh, with no desire for it to actually be effective just to, I don't know, be heard. Um, I'm very careful what I post in response to anything, if I ever, ever respond to anything anyway, because the one thing that you have to be careful with is your response is very selfish. Your immediate knee-jerk response is literally self-centered. So if somebody says something, your initial, the first way you want to respond has everything to do with you and nothing to do with human life. Nobody else matters because of how you feel. This is why I'm very, very careful with how I respond Online, how I and, and I'm learning even to get better, and how I respond in general. That somebody can ask me a question, and before I respond, I actually take time and shut up and let it process, so that I can be as intentional and careful with what I say and how I say it as possible. So I use my guys um, to help me in that. Right, that's somewhere I do struggle is communicating how I feel versus communicating what I want to say and actually understanding. If I'm replying to what you said or replying to what you said and how it made me feel, which are two totally different things. Because if you reply to how something you heard makes you feel, you're not replying to what you've heard. You're taking that information and you're processing it. Not saying that is wrong or right, but saying understanding the difference um, can help you in just talking to people. And this is one of the things that I want to talk about is communication in the future. I'm still doing some studying and I'm still, you know putting it together because i respect my audience and you guys deserve the due diligence so that the dopeness has due diligence attached to the dopeness so that we have dialogue that is dynamic that just happened so with all that being said man um we were having a conversation today that really kind of inspired me to like... And let me record it because I'm in the car talking to myself, having a great podcast. I'm talking about I'm potting at a level that is legendary. I'm just podcasting this imaginary show that is never going to be recorded or uploaded. I said, hey, that's not fair. I need to share my dope, dynamic, due diligent content so that we can have dialogue that is not divisive but actually... Dope. Hmm. I was searching for a D there that meant great uh, that made sense and I was just man because I used dope too many times. <sighs> yep. Y'all just gotta take it from for that. Um yeah, anyway. Um so the title of this show of this of these random bars would be Don't Poison the Whale I said again, don't don't see the D's are tearing me apart. I apologize. Don't poison the well, And I say that because what I have noticed in in the whole reason I've been bringing up social media in these last episodes, how we use it, how it how it affects us when it comes to content. I've been saying all of this because there is something that's happening that we are not paying attention to because we're so overly opinionated and rightfully so. It's not wrong to talk. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a great tool to be able to literally speak to someone in Zimbabwe or speak to someone in London or speak to someone in Chicago or speak to someone in Nebraska and Tennessee and actually share your feelings and your beliefs and your thoughts and your positions <laughs> because it may actually help someone. Like, it could actually gain light. But we can't ignore the fact that if anything that it has the opportunity to help, can also hinder. It can it can hurt someone, and it can actually cause rage, hate, um, and actually provoke violence in 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 many situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I've heard of many people having to putting, you know putting hands on one another, having some very ugly and negative um, responses due to social media, due to using it wrong, and sometimes it's even based off. Of solely how a person feels about what a other person says that has nothing to do with them, you know what I'm saying? Like it's almost as if if you were at the mall and you're walking and you hear over here a conversation between two other people and you jump on one of the people because of how they disagree with the other person. Like, hold on, wait a minute, and you jump on them like you don't you don't think like that to that person. You don't tell it like, bro, I, wait a minute before we you know f- finish fighting. Um, who are you? And Why do you care? (laughs) Like, I've I've seen those arguments like bro, I'm not even talking to you and you you see this back and forth and it's based off of solely on how somebody has felt off of something that you said, maybe even directed to one person, but you said it in a platform that puts it out to everyone. And we have to we have to honestly recognize the fact that that could be a little irresponsible because just because I'm not talking to you doesn't mean you don't hear it and because you hear it I have to be aware. You know, for anybody who works in any kind of shoot, most businesses are in, you know, industries, they have policies where there's no shop talk. Now, back in the day there was a thing called shop talk where you can't hold me accountable cuz we're in the shop, so we can talk reckless. Almost like, you know, in Rome, do as the Romans do. So, hey, we're around a bunch of people who are talking crazy, so we can talk crazy, and you can't have an emotion towards it because hey, we're in the shop. Um, and that that whole th- that whole ideology is out of here it's nope get it out of here so everybody can understand when you're at work you can't talk about certain things because of who can overhear it even in the point of it was a case where somebody was married working with their wife and they made a comment about their wife's body and another woman heard it reported it and that person actually got hit with sexual misconduct Now, you're probably thinking, you know, that's extreme. Wow. You know, he's talking to his wife. Um, that could be easily explained. And that's very true. Like, that's one of those cases. Like, come on, ma'am. You know, I, you know, but see, now this is the thing. Because you're not by yourself, you have to take in consideration that there are other people on this planet. And you can't say just because of your intentions That another person doesn't have the right to feel. And this is when it gets real hard. It gets real sticky. And you got to. I mean, I'm just saying you have to be skillful um, in what you say. This doesn't mean water down your message, but it does mean taking account the actual individual you're speaking to. If and this is only if your desire is to actually impact someone in a positive right now if you just want to shock them or be controversial and hurt them or you know as long as they feel what i'm saying then hey who cares say what you want to say but understand that that comes with consequences and it's not always <laughs> let's say it like this they're not always the consequences that uh feel like when Edmy man used to come to the door with the big check somebody may come to your door but they may not be giving you something that you want to cash now anyway don't poison the well is a conversation that I think that we need to have because, and I'm talking to my young believers, my young Christians, my young, you know, leaders, or not even my young leaders or my young Christians. I'm talking about believers and people, period. You know, and this can actually go with anything. Like if you are a face of a business or your own business, you probably shouldn't be on social media talking crazy. You know, if you own a business. Um, You shouldn't be on social media talking crazy about your employees because then people who may want to who may have wanted to work with you now say, oh, if this person ever doesn't like who I am or like something I do, that person will go on social media and expose me or talk crazy about me. If we have a dis, you know, if we have some kind of dysfunction or disagreement, I'm going to have to hear about it online versus a person talking to me that that matters. Now you may be just saying, "Hey, you know this is my social media. I can say what I want." Or I'm talking to my friends and the people who follow me, but hey, that doesn't mean that other people can't have the right to feel a certain way. So don't poison the whale because if you started a business eight times out of ten, you're starting this business or you're building this brand or you're trying to be a face of something for a good reason. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're building a business to create money, to help support something, that's your whale. Now, let me give you a little bit of background of the the saying don't poison your whale actually comes from a tactic used in war. So, you know, whales are, you know, full of water and, and, you know people who don't live in America, and I don't want to say in America because I ain't been everywhere. So there are many places where people, their source of water comes directly from a well, where people have to actually go to a well and get water for their families to take baths. Like It's, 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 it's really tough. So they created... Oh man, what's the name of it? So they've created something where people would get these... Spigots, they call a spigot. You know what? Nope, nope, it's not called a spigot because a spigot is what they put at your house when you connect your, your water hose to. Okay, I, dig- I know I'm digressing, I'm sorry. So, they created something that they would put closer, you know, for in some cases, they would put closer to the actual place of where most people are inhabiting and they could get water from there but the source of all the water is still the well so there are little there are devices that have been created where people can go to that device and get the water as long as the well is fine and if something happens to the well that affects the actual that affects that device of where people are getting the water and if the well goes down sooner than later that device where you was able to get the water before has now dried up So the actual term for this device is called a cistern. Now, a cistern is something that's used to capture water, you know, hold water, capture water. Um, and actually, what's interesting that they also have devices now where that can actually pull water from air to fill up a tank, which is also dope. But I'm digressing. Had another, another little nerve moment. I think that's really cool. That may be actually able to solve a lot of problems um, as the technology becomes more affordable and available to countries that in are in dire need of these type of resources. But a cistern, right? So I would believe or consider us and people as in a way a cistern because we all are taking information from somewhere else and we're giving it to people, right? Now, when I talk about when I'm talking about believers and it, or a person who is promoting a business or promoting themselves or promoting a system or whatever the case may be you're that cistern from that well and the well could be your business or whatever the source is now us as believers the source is God the word in the church right what i am what i what i wanted to talk about real quick and what i think we should be careful about about how we can poison the well is if we bring up too many conversations to the people about the problems with church or the black church or the white church or the problem with black pastors, or the problem with white pastors, or the problem with pastors or the problem with church just in general or the problem with Christians. It, be, it You create a narrative and a confusion to when someone you come in contact with and you're like, hey, man, you should come to my church or hey you should hang out with some of my Christian friends or when they hear a Christian, they're like, wait a minute. But the cistern that I get from, all I hear is how terrible the church is, how terrible the black church is, how how terrible the black pastor is, how terrible, you know, the black pastor or the white pastor or this church or this business. Like, so why would I want to come here, come there when everything that's attached to it only has negative reviews or responses from people that actually take from that place? You know what I'm saying? So like just give the example of this of the cistern in the well if you go to a water well uh, or you go to a cistern you know cistern and the water when you try to get the water out it is blue or it comes out like goo or somebody drinks it and dies or somebody gets sick eight times out of ten that cistern ain't gonna be rocking nobody's gonna want to go there because of that so then you find out okay man it's, man, it's a problem with the well So then you go find you go check out the well. And if you see that that same stuff that's coming out of the cistern is inside the well, you no longer are going to want to be there. Like, oh, you can't use the well because it's poison. It's something wrong with this well. And I know that because everything that's attached to it spews out this same thing. Like, oh, man. So it has to be the well. The well has to be the problem because of what is because of what's coming. What's it attached to and what's coming out of that? Just like if you say if you are a person that stands for a certain faith, but you speak very ill of that faith or you do really terrible things to people or you carry yourself in a real horrible way. People will begin to attach who you are to what that that certain faith or that business or that or whatever, what that position stands for when it could be completely the opposite. But because you are are known and recognized as a As a representative of that thing, you are unconsciously or maybe on purpose. I don't know. I'm not going to, you know, assume everybody not doing on purpose, but you are single handedly poisoning your own well. This doesn't mean don't speak up for what's wrong. Don't speak out about what's right. This doesn't mean to ignore some of the problems that, you know, upset you, frustrate you. But I have to, but I want it, but I'm in the car. I'm thinking about this. And even with myself, I have a family member that I love and they have very terrible judgment. Right. And I have vented about this person to another family member. So now this person has grown up, matured, made enough mistakes and, you know, has had to live with the uh, consequences and the repercussions of those mistakes that this person has almost completely changed everything about them um, for for a very, very good for a very, very good way in a very, very good way. And I was kicking it with some with that family member that I used to vent to this person about him. I'm like, hey, man, you know, we're going to do something. Uh, me and that, you know, me and this other person, we want you to come. And that person's like, oh, no, I'm not rocking with that. You remember it all. You used to tell me that he that he did this and he did that and he was this and he was that. And I'm like, that's true. It did happen. But that's not him anymore. And see, the problem of it is, is that just because you're willing to forgive, a person isn't. Doesn't mean the other person is. That's something I actually learned uh, in premarital counseling when uh, our pastor was telling us about, um, or our pastor at the time, I should say. Uh, was telling us about venting about our marriage and our relationship is that if you go to your family or you go to people or you go online and you vent about your marriage what happens is when y'all get over that hump and y'all forgive each other the people around you that you vented to may not forgive them and that becomes a problem because then now that person is mad at your spouse because of what you told them about them when you was mad (laughs) And it's funny because when that was brought to me, I'm like, oh, I remember that because my grandmother is like my homie. Like, me and my grandmother have a very close relationship um, to the point where my grandmother in high school is a girl I dated. We was terrible for each other. We were really mean, really immature, whatever, whatever. To this day, if my grandmother saw that young lady, she would still be giving her the stink eye. Like, grandma would almost want to square up with her. I'm joking. My grandma is nonviolent. But no, for real, my grandma would literally be giving her the stink eye because of what she's done to me in the past. And that's what we have to be careful for. So I just really wanted to just share that I'm driving. I'm like, I'm about to share this with the people because I love y'all. I respect my audience. And it's something that we need to be very conscious of. We are poisoning the well as believers. If we're having these public unfiltered conversations about the things that go on in the church, that may be wrong or that the things that may have happened in our church, because that's another problem is that we we speak in, to, in, in a total aspect. Like, because social media has made everything not about an individual, but now the whole world matters and everything matters. When something happens to me, I post it to put on a perception that it happens everywhere. So if someone disrespects me, oh, I'm so tired of people being disrespectful versus why did this individual do that? So because things have happened to us individually, sometimes we allow our platforms and our ability to speak to everyone to put out a notion that this is how it is versus this is what happened and we have to be careful about that if we vent to the world about church and what happens in church how can we witness to them and say, "Hey, you need to find a Bible, a Bible, you know, based church, or you need to come to my local church, or you need to hang out, with you need to surround yourself with more believers." It's like, why would I do that when you told me what they do? And because I believe it's what they do versus what that person did to you or that situation happened. Now I don't want anything from you, be, or I don't want anything from that well because it's attached to you and your report deems that it is all bad and that's it so if you're a person that's promoting a brand or business or your faith or your family or you know anything uh, in that way shape or form if you if your sole purpose is to uh, you know positively affect someone to share information to encourage to help to heal to enlighten then you have to be aware that you of what you say and you could very well be poisoning a well that was designed and created to give life for real so take that in account and even even how you look at things just because a person does this to you does not mean that they are a representative of the mindset and the desires of the entire group. Just because a midget punches you in the kneecaps or punches you in the nose doesn't mean that midgets hate all tall people or people who aren't midgets. That midget could have hated you. You know what I'm saying? Just because somebody cuts you off and they're 16 years old, they just got the new license, don't mean all young drivers are reckless and stupid. Just because, you know, One, you know, one person you dated in the past took your DVDs and kept them. But I digress. That don't mean that all women will take stuff that don't that don't belong to them and keep it after the breakup. That don't mean that. I'm sorry. I just apologize for the personal tangent. But no, seriously, man, for real, for real. Us as believers. And this is what I really was talking who I'm talking to. But this can apply to anyone that's trying to be positive and trying to actually help and heal. You have to be aware of how you're saying stuff and what you're saying and the information that you're giving out and how it can affect someone in the wrong way and not how you, you know, planned it or desired it. You could be, you know, frustrated with things that's happening internally and you need to talk about it and then you talking about it online with a certain intention, just trying to get it off your chest, just trying to vent, maybe trying to share a testimony with somebody. Oh man, I dealt with this too. But if you don't say it in the right way, and then you turn around and meet someone I'm like, Hey man, listen, you know, I got a great church, man. You should come check it out, man. Or, hey Or man, Listen, just get into your word, man. God is, God ain't no joke. God is good, man. And you talk about the gospel, but they like, bro, but all you talk about is what's What's wrong with black the black church and how the black pastors are doing this and how the church is doing this and how the word came from this? And now you're like, dang, the one thing that I that was created to give life and help and heal as me being a cistern or a representative. I've literally poisoned and hurt the effectiveness of it because of me venting or because of how I've said it. So take that as a warning, man. This is something that we've all been uh, guilty of, and this is something that you may do again. But be att- be attentive, be intentional with what you say. Find non-social media or non-public driven platforms, as in counseling, as in sitting down with your spouse, sitting down with a friend that you can trust, or a friend that won't be effective negatively about this And Get your thoughts out. If you got to pull out a journal, if you got to pray, you know, write the journal out, pray, talk to God about these thoughts and let God help you and send you people that can help you think through these things. And that may be the that may be it because it's dangerous. And if you poison the well, what happens to the people that's dependent on that water? Now, I'm not trying to be deep, but that was a really dope segue and metaphor for, you know, comparing, you know, the gospel, which is you know, the bread of life and, you know, God is actually, Christ is actually used water as a metaphor for, oh my God, that was that was just bars. See, these are really bars. I really just dropped bars on y'all. No, but for real, man, seriously, be careful what you're saying, how you're saying it and when you're saying it, who you're saying it to be intentional, man. Life and death is in the power. It's in the power of your tongue, man. And there is power in your testimony, so you have to be careful, but hey, is this Random Bars, you've been listening to Live With Me, Trill? real.